whatever you do, we overcomplicate everything. And I'm just going to share with you a couple of ideas and a couple of examples of how we can simplify even things like meditation and mindfulness to make a profound difference and reduce your anxiety. That's what I'm talking about on today's podcast. I'm Stephen Webb, and this is Stillness in the Storms, the podcast that helps you to get through difficult times. Don't you find that no no matter what you do with humans, we overcomplicate everything. And I went to the Sizzle of Vice bull last night. It was a blue and white bull. And I was sat next to my daughter, the mayoress. And the day before I went out and bought a nice new shirt and I bought a tie and I I thought I'll get a darker color for a change because I'm normally in my white shirt. And I sat next to her and, and I was looking around at everybody. It's looking really nice and well dressed up. And then Jill, the person we were sharing the table with, turned around and stood up and went over and started doing her speech. And she said, so nice to see so many people in blue and white. And I suddenly, the, the penny dropped. I, I never realized that the blue and white ball meant that we went in blue and white. And now I was in a brand new green shirt. <laughs> and it just doesn't matter. But my mind immediately went to all these complicated reasons why you know, it was a terrible idea and how it went wrong and all these different things and the big story behind it and everybody in the room would know and all that. But the really is, nobody really cares. Nobody really minds. I'm sure nobody's talking about me turning up in a dark green shirt today. Um, It's one of those things that, yeah, we overcomplicate everything. We make everything into a big, big story. And it's really, really frustrating because we don't even know we're doing it. And it's it's with improvements now. And while I sat next to Jill, we were talking about the budget and we were talking about um, the way people struggle and different things. And of course it came onto politics. And we were talking about the way life, it goes in these ways of being improved and all that. And I remember waking up with Trump becoming the president and Boris and Brexit and things like that. And I make no secret, I'm I'm middle left wing. You know, I don't agree with Brexit. I, I fear Trump ideology and I'm not conservative and all that. But I'm pretty much in the middle because I don't believe any of the sides have all the answers. And I think some of them have some of the answers, but nobody has all the answers. So we were talking and she gave a wonderful metaphor of the ocean. And she said, I'd like to believe that whenever things get really bad, it's a way of like the ocean going right out and doing a reset, and then we can come back and improve things. And I think that's what she meant. And, you know, perhaps I misunderstood, but that's what I took from the conversation. And I I think Jill's absolutely right. I, I think that's the way I see things. You know, I don't like it when things go wrong. You know, I don't revel in the fact that things go terribly wrong sometimes. But I do try to see as quickly as I can. And I talk about this in my last podcast about finding the gap and then moving between what arises and how we deal with it. So I try to see in difficult circumstances as quickly as possible the the gift. Um, there's a gift in everything. I genuinely believe that. You've just got to dig deep enough to find that gift. And sometimes you see it really quickly. 
And it's really easy when things are a nice thing, when a change is something good, like a pay rise or something like that, the gift's instantly there and obvious. If you give someone a present, the gift's instantly there because you feel great. But when things go wrong, you don't often see the gift very often for some time later, until some time later, simply because you're not... you've got your um, hair on talons up or whatever it's called, I don't know. But you're you're trying to deal with the situation and you're not really sitting back and thinking, well, do you know what? How can I make this situation work for me? And I I often use the example of when I'm lying on in my hospital bed when I first broke my neck. The if somebody came over to me and said, So Stephen, you're paralyzed. What are you gonna do with it? First of all, I think at eight at the age of 18 years old, I think I'd have wanted to punch them. So but the reality was that would have been the best bit of advice I'd ever got. Um it's a way of going, okay, so these things happen. What do you do with them? And I think life's like that. You know, we have these real big waves at the moment in politics, in our lives with, you know, the war in Ukraine, which is just horrible, such an unjust war, such an unneeded war. You know, it's, okay, I'm not going to go there about the details about the war, but it's such an unjust war, I feel. And, but with the higher prices and the cost of living crisis and all the other things that go on and on the back of COVID, we haven't really come out of it and we got a recession. So it's a pretty rough time for most people at the moment. Then the budget comes along in the UK that virtually is a giveaway for the richer people. So we, we kind of feel at the moment we're very much hard done by. So how do we deal with it? Well, we, we tend to go into this big elaborate story and complicate things. And it's not really that complicated. It is just what it is. And when we realize it is what it is, there's nothing we can really do about it. There's only how we can react to it. Then we don't have to complicate it. We don't have to make it into this elaborate big story. And when we realize that story doesn't have to be wrote and we don't have to keep going down that um, rabbit hole of the story in our minds and the conversations with our friends and things like that, we can just take a step back and we go, do you know what? Okay. Let's not overanalyze it. It's just a thought. It's just a feeling. It's just what it is. Now, just as a disclaimer, I'm not saying not being able to pay your bills, not being able to heat your home, not being able to choose in between heating and eating is okay. I'm not at all. I think it's it's such a terrible situation we're in. What I'm saying is we need to deal with it. And I'm not in your circumstances. I don't know quite how you would deal with it. But overcomplicating it and making these things into this big elaborate story that the world's against me or something like that doesn't help us. And just in that moment, we get very anxious. So moving on to the, the, the moment more now rather than the bigger picture. But we overcomplicate even a thought. We have a thought and then we think, well, what's in this thought? Where did the thought come from? What do we do with it? Um, That thought must be me. That thought must be part of a big story. It's not. It's just a thought. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. 
Yes, it may come from previous feelings. It may come from previous experiences. Very often it will. Almost always, okay, almost always it will. But that doesn't mean to say you have to do anything with it. And that's the same as with bad news and the same as when things go terribly wrong on a Tuesday afternoon at four o'clock and we get that curveball. Very often, let's just sit and go, okay, what's happening? What do I have to do with it? And very often the answer is nothing. You can have a thought and do nothing with it. You can have an itch and you can scratch it or you do nothing with it. Um, I'm not suggesting you sit there for hours and hours on end going, I'm not going to itch that itch. Just do what you need to do. But don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it into something it probably isn't. And we do this with meditation. We do this with mindfulness. What's the big picture? Am I doing it right? Is it really benefiting me? Am I am I doing it right? Is it giving me the benefit that I need? Is it all these other things? Uh, and I remember with Jimpo, my teacher, I used to ask him week after week, this is what I'm doing. Am I doing it right? And he'd say, just sit down and shut the f- up. Just do it. Stafu. Stafu. S-T-F-U. Stafu. <sighs> so I'm giving you permission to not do anything with what arises. So this podcast right now is giving you some thoughts. What if you do nothing with them? What if you do nothing at all? Just, ah, that's interesting. Well, ah, that's nothing. And this feeling of not having to do anything with it gives you, gives you this ability to create space. And it's a meditation in itself. Just, ah, the travel lights are red. Okay. Time out. I don't have to find the gift even, just, ah. And that wonderful realization that you don't have to do anything with it. You don't have to react to every thought or react to every feeling. You just simply just be okay with what is. Whatever arises, love that. You know, not easy, but, you know, it's possible. You hear some amazing stories of people in the most, I was going to say diverse, in the most devastating, difficult positions, and they still have a smile on their face. They're still happy. They're still able to bring out the best in themselves. Not easy. Really, really difficult but we normally overcomplicate it with some big elaborate story of victimhood or where we should be doing or what we should be doing and all that. No, just take a deep breath. You know, it is just what it is. And we can choose whether to do anything with it. And in, in choosing whether to do anything with it, consider whether you have to do anything with it. Do I need to react to this thought? Do I need to react to this feeling? You know, try it now. I'll I'll go quiet for just a second or so. And be aware of the next thought that comes up. What Something funny will happen. 
the minute I go quiet, you'll have no thoughts for a second and then you'll have lots of thoughts suddenly come because the minute you bring a spotlight to your thoughts, they run away like like as if spiders frightened of their um, air or something like that. I don't know what spiders are frightened of, the light or something. But the, the minute you shine a light on it, they'll run away. Your thoughts do a similar thing. So I'm going to go quiet and just observe your thoughts and just imagine not doing anything with them. Just, ah, there they are. So you'll start thinking about, well, well, here I am, here's thoughts, they're coming back. Oh, yeah, there was a blank moment. And all those different things you'll start thinking about, and it's just, you don't have to do anything with it. And what a relief, especially for anxiety or stress. What, I don't have to do anything with this nagging um, feeling? Then if it is something that you should be doing something about, do it. And then you can move on from it. So there's my advice for this week, really. Just consider how many things in the next hour or so or how many times things come up and you and ask yourself, am I overcomplicating it? Do I need to do anything with it? And that really comes down to your thoughts and feelings as well. Do I need to do anything with it? And you end up becoming the observer of them and being entertained and loving them. It's like, oh, that's, that's an awesome thought, or that's a weird one, or, oh, I know where that feeling comes from. Oh, what an amazing feeling, or, hmm, not so keen on that one. So you become the observer as opposed to the thought or the feeling itself, and then you take control of them. And the more you take control of them, the more that the next ones will come along will be more what you like. And next week in the podcast, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about changing the negative feelings into more positive feelings, the negative thoughts into more positive thoughts. And it's not how you think it should be done. It's not how you've been told it should be done as a child. It's not a matter of just thinking positive, having more positive, happier thoughts. Far from it. That does not work. There's a very practical reason why it doesn't work. You cannot change what you've got. It's like someone coming over and giving you a cup of tea and you're going, well, I want coffee. Then you can send that tea back and get a coffee, but you can't change that tea into a coffee. So you can influence the next one that comes along, but you cannot do anything about the one you got. Same with thoughts, same with feelings. So the next podcast is going to get a little bit interesting with that, about how we can really train our mind to start thinking in a more positive, happier way. But it's not done the way you think it should be done. I often speak about it, but, you know, it's the one question I get asked all the time. You, the way you explain how to have a more positive mind really does make a difference, and thank you. So it's about time I revisited that, and I'll do that next week on the podcast. But as for this week, my advice, just decide whether you have to do anything with it, and are you overcomplicating it? Just that. You'll probably find the answer is no to doing anything with it, and yes to overcomplicating it, because that's pretty well normal human behavior. And don't be down on yourself if you do it, because it means you're normal. It means that's real. That's, you know, we overdo things. We, we, that's just humans. Collectively, we overdo things. See what we've done with the internet. 
you know, this wonderful thing comes along where we can communicate worldwide and we make it about the worst possible things half of the time. We exploit it in the most terrible way. We get a wonderful invention called plastic and we exploit it in the most terrible way. All of these things, we, we do it all the time as humans, you know, and then we start using it in the proper way that is helpful to mankind and things like that. Sometimes it takes a long time, sometimes it's very short, but, you know, we're reevaluating the internet and the use of plastics, all those things. You know, they'll be here to stay, but they won't be here to stay in the way that we did it initially. So there's my thoughts for this week. It's a bit of a ramble, but, you know, do you have to do anything with it? Hopefully, hopefully you get some little bits of nugget. If you do, email me. Drop me a drop me an email on my website, stephenweb.uk. You can also go to there and link to my medication medications. Meditations. See my dyslexia coming in. Uh, my meditations and other such things like my other podcast and you can get a guest pass to a brilliant app called Aura. And I don't get paid for this podcast or anything like that, but if you sign up with that guest pass, after 30 days, if you like it, no obligation, but if you like it, I will get part of the money for you signing up. So a huge thank you to that. But you can head over to stephenweb.uk, click on the link, choose to do it or not, or just message me. Did you get any nuggets from this podcast? Did it help in any way? Does my podcast help? Um... Do you listen to more of them? Just let me know. It'd be nice knowing. Because the funny thing in the world of podcasting is we do a podcast, we put it out there, and we very rarely get any feedback. I get the odd email, but and I love getting them, and I read them all, and I reply to them all. So, yeah. Take care, guys. Have an amazing week, and I will see you next week about how to have a more positive feelings and thoughts and everything else. Take care. I love you. Bye.